Hey guys, welcome back to According To. My name is Megan and this week you're just getting me because Sierra is recovering from a cold at the moment and she just does not have a lot of her voice left in her so I figured instead of leaving you guys empty-handed I would try to come on and entertain you guys. I do 100% expect this episode to be shorter and to be quite honest I recorded a solo episode that was like a half hour long and then I ended up realizing that I completely messed up the audio stuff so there was not good audio for it so I was going to give up but I decided that I have time so I'm going to hop on here again and this might be like a 20 minute version of what I just recorded but either way I think you guys would appreciate it and I know that I would like an episode to go up so um, I asked you guys on our Instagram what you wanted me to talk about solo just because I don't think I've ever done a solo podcast episode before. This is going to be the first, well, technically second, because I just did one. Um, Shows how that goes, right? And I asked what you guys wanted me to talk about because I was not prepared to just talk on my own for an hour. So one, that's why I'm shortening it. And then second of all, I was kind of surprised. I got multiple people to request me talking about the Iowa versus Penn State game. Um, from Saturday, which I am not complaining about. I'm honestly shocked that you guys are as interested in it as you are, but I would love nothing more than to talk about Iowa football and the blast of a time that I had on Saturday. And then someone else had a DM that they sent me that I thought was like an interesting question and that other people just kind of wanted a catch-up type episode. So it's going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge, but I think it should be good. So Yeah, starting off with my weekly spotlight, it's definitely got to be the game from Saturday. It was so much fun, and Sierra and I had actually gone to Haley's house on Friday, and we were trying to convince her and Ashton to buy tickets last minute um, to come to the game because it was number three Iowa versus number four Penn State if you didn't pay attention or if you don't care about football. And that was like the biggest game in Iowa City since like 1985 when I guess we were like number two versus number one at some point and so it was a big deal and it honestly like what would what was breaking my heart a little bit was pretty much everyone not everyone but a good number of people in our program like have bought student season football tickets and so many people were selling their tickets because I mean they were going for a good amount of money like some people were getting like $180 for like this one ticket when like your whole student season season student ticket thing is like $150 so it was a good deal but in my mind I was just like you can't replace like the experience of being at a football game like that so I wasn't selling mine I never sell my tickets um next year though when I'm on clinical because I'm still eligible to get um a a student ticket for one more year Um, I don't know if I'll be making it to every single game. I honestly might, like, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but especially since Sierra's living in Cedar Rapids, like, it'd be a good excuse for me. Like, I have a place to stay, come visit and hang out with Sierra and Haley. Um, so I might, we'll see. But if not, I can always sell tickets I don't use. So it's pretty much a win-win situation. Um, okay. I think that I'm going to walk you guys through Saturday because that's what you guys requested. So, I have a pretty, like, the game, the kickoff was at 3, so I feel like the kickoff time kind of, like, sets the tone for the pace of your day, um, and we have not had a night game at Kinnick yet this season. I honestly 
I don't know if we do. I feel like at some point we have to, but at the same time, we usually have a couple and we have not so far, so, which is a bummer because night games at Kinnick are very special and, um, I think the one good thing is that since it's later on in the season, kind of, it's more like halfway through the season, um, once the game was like towards the end, it was kind of like a night game atmosphere, so that was a positive. So our tailgating plans didn't start until 10 o'clock, so day of the game, I just decided to sleep in. I think I got up at like 8.30, but I would argue that compared to most people, honestly, regardless of the time of kickoff, like it could be a night game, and I'm guessing that some people still wake up at like 6 a.m. just to get going with tailgating and drinking, but I was not wanting to do that, so I slept in. Actually, I don't think I even slept in that much because I think I kind of went to bed late, but I got up at 8.30. I hang around in bed. Like, this is usually my game day routine is I set an alarm because all the kickoff times have been at, like, 2.30, I think, um, and then I lay in bed for, like, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, and then I decide to maybe eat breakfast, and then I get ready in, like, an hour, and then Sierra and I go and tailgate at our friends that are in our program's place, and they pretty much have, like, an open invite to anyone in our program that wants to stop by, and so we usually go hang out there, and we just typically walk. Well, we don't typically walk. We always walk because I do not want to pay outrageous Uber or Lyft fees, and that early, I don't know how expensive they'd be because I haven't checked, but honestly, it's good exercise, so I don't mind the walk, but it legitimately is, like, a 35-minute walk, which is just, like, on the longer side, um, and so we pack up a couple Cokes to go in my little see-through plastic bag that is, um, stadium-friendly, and then we hit the road, and we start walking, and, um, we walk by Kinnick like it's on the way there and um their place is pretty convenient for tailgating because then it's like not too long of a walk back to the stadium when we actually go to the game um and we kind of just hung out there for around two hours they have some bags there and you're we're usually like one of the first ones there and so like I tossed the bags around a little bit but I didn't end up actually like playing a game Honestly, this day my social battery was weirdly just like not that I have a high social battery to begin with but I was just kind of like not in the socializing mood and I felt like I was just like waiting to have it be close enough to the game where we could like head out and just go to the game. I don't know. I think I was just super like all I could think about was the game and how we were going to do and so I think that's maybe why but eventually my thought process was that I thought that the gates would open two hours before kickoff. I thought that that was just like the general rule of thumb and so since kickoff was at three I figured that we'd be able to get in to the stadium around 1, and then since it was like 12.30, I was like, okay, let's leave to go to the stadium, and so Sierra and I left. We only went with each other just because like a lot of the people in our class that were closer to like sold their tickets, you know, understandably, but also, come on guys, it's number three versus number four, so we start walking, um, and I saw that the students hadn't been, well, it wasn't one yet, so like I didn't think that they would have been let in yet, um, but the football players were arriving shortly after we got there, so we decided, actually for the second time this season, to go watch them walk into the stadium, and, um, just because we happened to be there when they're doing that, so we cheered them on, we're saying, you know, you got this guys, go Hawks, 
all that good stuff. They're tapping the helmet, which is like tradition that they do. They tap Niall Kinnick's helmet as they enter the stadium. And then Sierra and I decide to go get in line to wait to get into the student section um, because students don't have assigned seats. So everyone waits in line versus everyone else outside of the student section has assigned seats. So you don't need to like enter the game super early. So we go and line up um, at the student section gate shortly after that. And it slowly passes one o'clock and I was kind of wondering why we had not been let into the stadium yet, but um, I kind of waited a little bit longer because I didn't feel like looking up and I honestly was just thinking that maybe I got it wrong and maybe it was going to be 1.30 instead, but I didn't really want to break the news to Sierra. So at like 1.14, I decided to finally look it up and see if I could find out when the gates opened and as you would have it, 1.30 was the proper time, but you know, all that being said, it just means that we got a better spot in line, and then we got in sooner, and we got to pick seats a little bit better, so it all worked out, um, it was very crowded in line, because everyone was just crowding together, and, um, I don't remember how I segued into this talking point when I last recorded this, but I'm going to just do it now, because I know that I have two things that I want to talk about, so, um, What annoys me and what I've realized annoys me and I can't really help it that it does and so tailgating days I think really just like shed a light on this thing that annoys me but I really can't stand when people drink and then like have absolutely no control over what they're doing or they just become annoying or like they can't take care of themselves. All of that like lumped into one thing is just annoying to me as a bystander because I, this is something I was thinking about yesterday too, I'm like, you know how people say like, oh, like this is like the mom friend of the group, like blah, 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 like she makes sure that everyone's okay, she takes care of everyone. I would never be the mom friend of a group solely for the fact that I would never want to be in charge of like taking care of someone or if someone of my friends like expected me to do that because they couldn't control themselves, like it would just not be a good friendship because I would be far too annoyed with them to deal with them that's just a me thing though. Everyone, do your own thing. And so, when we're in line, we're behind this group of guys, and, you know, they were having a fun time, that's fine, but then one of them was eating, like, a sandwich that he only ate, like, half of, and then he was just, like, talking with his buddies, and he was like, do you guys think I can throw the sandwich onto, like, this awning that was, like, connected to the stadium? And they were like, yeah, you can do it. And so he just chucked the sandwich up to the awning and I was like, why? Why did you do that? No one's going to be able to clean that up. It's going to be disgusting. And half of it like didn't make it and fell into like whoever was the fortunate one to be standing next to the awning in the student section or like in the student line. So I was just like, why do people do this? And then also like when we enter into the stadium, uh, a lot of students and maybe like other people that attend games too, I'm sure. But, like, they'll bring those, like, fireball shots that are very small and you can hide them pretty easily. And they'll bring those into the game so they can drink them. But then when they're done with them, instead of, you know, throwing them away, even dropping it at your feet. I'm not saying that you should litter, but, like, at the very least, you could do that. Versus, let me throw this and see who it can land on in front of me. Or, like, someone threw a peanut that, like, landed in my road this game. And I was just, like, didn't know that we had peanuts, first of all. And also, why did you throw that? Why do people throw things at games? I don't get it. I Like, water bottles get thrown. It just annoys me so much. But people, like, they're drunk, so, like, it's, you can excuse anything. 
Um, and then this is the thing that I really wanted to talk about because that's all like littler stuff. But really what grinds my gears is like the person I was talking about like cannot, like they aren't well. They don't, they're not doing well. And so um, this was to an extreme, at least in my experience. But when we got there, Sierra and I sat down, we were minding our own business, and this guy sat next to us with, it seemed like he had one friend that he went there with, but then also by the time this situation happened, he had been talking to a couple of the girls in the row behind us, like right behind him, and it seemed like he at least had made some additional acquaintances. I don't know if he actually knew them or not, but uh, this guy... It was during the first quarter of the game, so everyone in the student section is standing up on the bleachers, which means that where your feet would be at, like the walking like part of the bleachers, is open. And this guy is standing to my left. I'm minding my business, watching the game, cheering on the Hawks. And he, it seemed like the in- initial thing was that he like was stumbling. That's what I thought. I thought he was just like kind of falling off the bleachers, like he was a bigger guy, and he had like already done that where he was like kind of stumbling and like would lose his balance and I was just like oh this is gonna be a fun game that I'm just standing right next to this guy um but then he like stumbled forward and then like kind of just did this like slow fall to his back like and ended up laying right on his back in front of like Sierra and I like at our feet like on like the walking thing and so I was just like is anyone going to help him like because he it was a slow fall and he didn't hit his head but it was also like it happened fast and it was quick and no one was doing anything he was just like laying there with his eyes closed this next part of the situation could definitely show sierra and i's true colors and maybe doesn't shut us in the best light but my first instinct was not to help this guy um and i was expecting well it's because i was expecting his friend that i knew he was there with to like jump to this guy's aid like it was, like, kind of a painfully long time of everyone in the surrounding area looking around at other people to do something, but no one was doing anything because I think everyone was expecting the guy that he was actually there with to do something, check on his friend, anything, but he was not. So then eventually the girls um, in front of us, like, turned around and, like, tapped his chest and his eyes, like, shot open. And so I don't know, I think he just passed out, um, but they were definitely kind of like, why is this my job? And so then he like eventually got up and it was fine. But I was like, if I was on, what would you do? Like, I know that I would absolutely 100% fail that show because of that situation. And then also another situation where this was like a couple years ago, Sierra and I were walking around Iowa City. It was during the day. So like other people were out too. And I guess like, I'm just definitely the bystander that is like, someone else is going to do something. Like, I don't need to do anything. But someone was just like, laying on the cement like on their back um broad daylight as if they were passed out and Sierra and I did not check to see if they were okay but I think they must have been okay or checked on by someone because like five minutes later they ended up not being there one day John Quinones will come and expose me but for now um I've been lucky and they've all just been in real life instead of an actual made-up scenario so I don't know if that's better or worse but moving on I will talk about kind of a brief synopsis of the game and like how I thought it went and my thoughts. Um, my overall thoughts were that during the first half, I just really, it seemed like we had absolutely no momentum whatsoever. And like, we kind of ended up doing okay. Like we realistically only were behind one possession when we went in for halftime, but I feel like 
everyone in the student section and like just the audience in general was like we went in and we were strong and like ready to scream our heads off at first but then like we were spending so little time on offense and so much time on defense it was getting pretty tiring to just be screaming on defense nonstop and like not really like reap the rewards of it so I think people were getting kind of tired but then Big E who's a former Hawkeye football player and WWE wrestler if you don't know him not a big deal because I only recently like at the game and like slightly before found out who he was um but he had a good hype up speech and so did the like wrestling coach so I think that that helped and I think that their hype up speeches and then people kind of realizing that like we are only one possession behind like it brought people back to like kind of bring their a game as far as like screaming on defense and I think that that really helped I think that we did a good job of staying up with that like the whole game just like being positive and not having like down like not being just like down in the dumps because like things weren't going our way and then um I will also say like Penn State's quarterback uh got injured so he was out for the second half and that could have made a difference but it also maybe di- wouldn't have made a difference like we don't know so all we can do is accept the reality of the facts and that's all I'll be saying about that um but ended up, we ended up just uh not doing great third quarter we got like a field goal we got two field goals I guess at some point and then six minutes left of the fourth quarter um we ended up getting another touchdown and I just remember like I've literally gone back and watched the highlight uh two or three times like I watched most of the highlight when I watched it again but like I watch it more specifically for that moment because everyone was cheering so loud and like that's what I love about football like college football it's just the atmosphere, the excitement, the adrenaline, everyone's jumping up and screaming on the bleachers, and, like, you're jumping up and down, you're screaming, you're, like, clapping and high-fiving with other people. I was on the verge of tears when we took the lead, because I was just, I was amazed, and I couldn't believe that we, like, had actually taken the lead when that whole game, except for, like, the first, you know, couple minutes when we actually like had a field goal over them we were behind and it just seemed like we were continuously behind and like to finally like make it so that we were ahead it was just incredible there were some things I was definitely confused on play call wise at the end um or at least like things that I think could have helped us have like a stronger finish one why did we on our last offensive possession decide to like kneel the ball multiple times even though we did not have enough have little enough time to like run the clock out I thought that was weird like why not try to get a first down I don't know like I trust our defense don't get me wrong but I feel like odds are we could have still tried like running the ball at the very least done something and then so eventually they did give possession back to Penn State and so this was Penn State's really last chance to even like try getting some more points and so they obviously went for it on fourth down and so that forced them to, like, try and throw, like, a Hail Mary kind of throw, and so one of our guys intercepted it, which is, like, great. I love interception. Like, the crowd went crazy again. It was awesome, but after, like, the celebration, I was kind of, like, he should have just dropped the ball. Like, if he would have dropped the ball, Penn State was on our, like, I swear they were within five yards of our um, end zone, And so if we would have just dropped the ball, like, that's where we would have been starting at. And we could have definitely gotten a touchdown. I'm 99% sure. Um, So that was just not as great. Um, Actually, I think I got the order of that, like, mixed up. That was definitely 
prior to us um, doing the kneeling stuff before the clock ran out. But our defense came through, and they held up and allowed us to win the game. So defense was amazing. Special teams, I honestly I knew our special teams was good, but I did not realize how good we were until this game specifically. Our punter is an incredible punter, and he does such a good job of getting the ball right by the end zone, and I didn't really realize until this year how important that was. So, props to him. He's doing great. Our kicker came through. We needed him multiple times during the game and made every single point, so... I think that I'm just looking forward to offense, maybe, hopefully. I think it's a mix of, like, I think it's a QB problem, a play-calling problem, sometimes an offensive line problem. I think sometimes, like, the other team's defense is good enough where our guys can't get open. So I think it's just, like, a lot of different issues that I hope we can work on resolving because I would like to go to the Big Ten Championship and I would like to go witness us win the Big Ten Championship. And I think that... I love where our defense and special teams are at, so, like, if things could just click on offense, I really do think I would feel more comfortable with us being ranked number two. I mean, look, I'm not mad we're ranked number two. I'm not going to complain about it or fight it or anything like that, but I do think that I'm kind of like, how are we ranked number two? Like, I just am like, we'd really, in theory, we could go play any team right now and beat them except for Georgia, and I don't know. Like, we always have, you know, things up our sleeve and sometimes, like, have those random one-off wins that we do surprisingly well, but to say that we're ranked number two, it kind of shocks me, but I think that's just kind of where they ended up having us ranked in the first place. Like, a lot of it, too, Iowa State being ranked so high, it probably helped us out because, honestly, by beating them when they were ranked decently high, we, like, automatically jumped up decently high, and so I feel like now, since we've been winning still, we've just kind of been hanging out up here but hey we did beat Penn State and so they were ranked number four so I feel like that was still it still proves that we have like a good team on our hands I do feel good about our team it's just like I don't know how our offense could be doing so poorly yet we're still ranked at number two I guess is what I'm at so I just am waiting for like that missing piece of the puzzle to finally um fix itself and then I think we'd really have an unstoppable team that maybe, you know, we could beat everyone except Georgia. I don't know. But we haven't seen that team yet. Um, okay. I maybe talked about... Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about because I thought it was a good talking point. It's going to be kind of random and thrown in there, but I did this in the last episode. And then my voice is getting tired of talking because I basically have talked for an hour now. Um, so we got a DM because I asked you guys, you know, if you had stuff you wanted to talk about us, feel free to DM us on our Instagram. I thought that this girl had an interesting talking point, so... This is like the one-off thing I'm doing except for the game. And then I'm calling it a night. So she um, wanted to know kind of my perspective being a twin on this thought. So she said, I came across something recently that said sometimes twins feel like they already found a sibling form of a soulmate who they grew up with and that another friend or romantic partner might struggle to compare to the level of depth of the relationship one has with their twin. And if the relationship is a very good one, have... They've wondered what twins um, have thought of the idea, and she would love to know more about my thoughts specifically, or any twins' thoughts. So, my answer to this was that I do think the friendship thing could absolutely 
be a hard thing to quote-unquote replace with someone else if you have a good relationship with your twin and I would say Sierra and I do have a very good relationship and that it's hard for me to fathom um finding a better friendship than I have with her and also I feel like because our friendship is so good I certainly don't go like seeking out an additional best friend like I go and like I want additional friends sure but like a best friend it's just we can do it so effortlessly because we live together and because we're similar and you know what more could you ask for I guess so I would say that I understand it from that perspective but my take was that for a relationship I kind of don't think that it would be a replacement for a relationship because I definitely think that I would value different things from a friendship versus a relationship and I don't feel like divvying up my time would be an issue and I think that's kind of what this would be getting at is like you know you wouldn't be able to have like a good relationship and no one would compare because you just would want to be like hang out with your twin but Sierra and I are pretty independent people and like we definitely have plenty of time where we are just, like, independent, and to be honest, like, in my brief, you know, short two-month relationship two years ago, it wasn't an issue of, like, me wanting to hang out with Sierra over my boyfriend at the time. It was more so an issue of me even wanting to, like, go out to, like, bother. Like, it was more so, like, a me homebody issue thing versus, um, just, like, otherwise, Part of the issue too could have been, which is like something that I'm realizing is probably one of my issues is I think at the time, like I wasn't unhappy in that relationship and like it was fine, but I do think that like who I was with like didn't excite me as much as like someone who could have been a better match for me. And so at that time it was kind of like a chore to like put that much effort in, but I feel like if you find the right person, apparently people do that. Um, that it would be, like, you'd be excited, you'd want to go hang out with that person, and, like, I do think that that's the mindset I would have if I was with the right person, um, but that's just, like, my very limited relationship experience, and so that's what I'm reflecting on. It would more so be, like, it's really, you know, the middle of the week right now. I've never had an obligation to go, like, try and, you know, foster a healthy relationship and make it work. I very much, like, have had the experience of, like, I can come home and just, like, worry about myself, so having to, like, go through any extra steps, of that was just like a chore that I didn't know would be a chore but it sometimes was so yeah that's my answer to that question um hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's episode I am going to stop talking now and hopefully Sierra and I will talk to you next Thursday bye